Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah, the lightning bump loud. <laughs> oh, man. We're here with Matt. Oh, yeah. At the lightning bump. We got all these guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. (laughs) And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. Billy F. Gibbons, man. Friend, man. friend of the show. Friend of Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on Rumble.com and YouTube. How, 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 how. He said, Matt, the last interview you did with us in person. Matt, I got to run, man. After hours of drinking tequila and partying with... Where you going, Billy? I'm going to get married in Reno. Got to gotta catch a flight to Reno and get married. Billy F. Gibbons. Good man. Good man. God damn. Darn it, I love that dude. <laughs> All right, we'll get his ass over here. And, yeah, you know, we need to. Kid Rock is is uh, making appearances everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, Walmart. You know, he's making appearances everywhere. Kid's got to come over. He's, he's going to do this show. He's going to, you watch. He'll love it. We'll get the old kidster over here on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on Rumble.com and YouTube. He's going to say, can I smoke in there? You know, it's funny. Uh, and drink. So now I so now I have two friends who are uh, buddies with filmmaker Oliver Stone, Cyrus Noroster, the great director, a dear, dear friend of mine, The Path to 9-11, what a great movie that only aired once on ABC, and it's tough to find because the Clintons put the kibosh on this thing. You will be killed. By the way. I have a uh, I have a DVD of this thing. If uh, do you still have a DVD player? I have one here, Dave. I do have one. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You'll be mesmerized. It is a great friggin' movie. Yeah. And the Clintons got on the phone with ABC and said, "No, no." Uh-uh. And uh, they said, "Oh, oh, because oh, you're gonna find oh. a neighbor dead." Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, real quick, back to Kid Rock for a second. I don't know if you saw his latest interview, but he went on saying uh, he's taking over the tickets for his show. He's dropping oh, no. the prices on yeah, everything. He did yeah. a long time he, ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love him. Well, yeah, you know, he's bringing it up again. But yeah, oh, I, yeah. I love him. So, back to Cyrus Narasta, a buddy of mine, and now my new friend, uh, Dr. Bart uh, Costco. The doc. Who, who will be here in three weeks talking about AI. And I got a feeling nobody knows AI like this man, Bart Costco. I think you're right. Author of Fuzzy Thinking. Buy his book, Make Us Look Good, won't you? This guy. Make us look good. We're doing this for nothing. This guy, for man, you, yeah. my friends. I had nothing to really say because... Fuzzy Thinking yeah. is the name of the book. Yeah, and a- this man 
is also a dear friend of Oliver Stone, who regrets voting for Joe Biden. He said, I made a stinking mistake. Oliver, good for you. Oliver said he regrets voting for Joe Biden in the 2020 election, warning that the president is dragging the country in a potential World War III with Russia. Now, you know... Oliver is is tends to be a little conspiratorial, but unfortunately, and I wish he I wish he was being conspiratorial with that statement, but he's not. No. He's not. I mean, things is bad, my friends. Hell of a movie maker that So guy. when he's talking about a potential World War Three with Russia, I'm telling you, we're dealing with with nutty people. Yeah. And and Oliver says, I voted for him. I voted for Biden. Come on, Oliver. I made a mistake, he says. Um, and I guess this was an interview with Russell Brand, who wow. seems like Russell is uh, sort of seeing the light these days. He bothers me. Uh, Stone expressed his voters' remorse by slamming the Biden administration's handling of the war in Ukraine. This is a potential World War III. The two-time Oscar-winning director said this is the same situation as World War I, in a sense. The stupidity of it, because of the alliances and the fears and the built-up phobias, if we don't stop what Biden is doing... I voted for him. I made a mistake thinking that he was an old man now, that he would calm down, he'd be more mellow, and so forth. I didn't see that at all. He said, I see a man in Biden who maybe is not in charge of his own administration. Uh, a little bit. Hello. Hello. He's not in charge of his own feces. Oh, who knows if Speaking he's that, no, if he's no, going to no. fall down somewhere? It seems like he's dragging us stupidly into a confrontation with a power that's not going to give. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Stone uh, interviewed Russian. Uh, if you recall, he interviewed uh, Russians uh, Vladimir uh, Putin for his four-part Showtime docu series, The Putin Interviews, in 2017. You remember these? He opposed former President Donald Trump. And, uh, and Stone lashed out at Twitter in 2021 over his decision to ban Trump, even though he didn't support Trump. And this is, and, and I've learned this from my buddy Cyrus Narasta, that Oliver is more of a pragmatist yeah, than any, like anything it. else. He's going to say that, yeah. Because he, he was really pissed off, and, and he really gave it to Twitter over his decision to ban Trump, calling the move shocking while also criticizing the country's growing trends towards censorship. Right. So, you know, he's not a censorship guy no, no, either. No, no, look, look at his movies, man. Oh, yeah. You know, Which is being carried out by social media yeah. companies at the behest of the Biden administration. And it is. I mean, these social medias are walking in lock friggin' step. Yes, sir, Mr. Biden administration, whatever you say. President Biden has boasted uh, of his commitment to ongoing military aid to Ukraine, now at $43 billion and counting. Wow. That's a lot of homeless people here in the United States, ain't it? Freaking $43 billion. Whoa. He's admitted to causing a shortage of ammunition for U.S. service members. That is reprehensible. He's admitted to this, yeah. that our, our United States service members don't have enough ammunition, and he admitted this as president of the United States, but yet we give $43 billion to Ukraine? 
My God, this is a topsy-turvy time in the United States of America. He offered uh, this admission, bizarrely, as a justification for sending cluster bombs, which will likely harm civilians for years to come. Oh, you think so? Oh, this guy. Oh, this guy. This, it just... It, well, at least his vice president, she's got her crap together. Well, she's... She's Mensa. <laughs> um, studio executives, actors, writers, show no interest in Governor Newsom's offer to help negotiate the Hollywood strike. Good. So I guess there's... There are some studio execs here in old uh, Hollywood. When I say here in, it's only 12 minutes that way from where we do our thing in the hills of the San Fernando Valley. Uh, so Gavin Newsom, only uh, one of the worst governors of all time, who will be in the running because uh, I know you think I'm wrong about this, but Biden ain't running. And uh, he thinks he is. He may even think he is right now, but I think around September, I think that'll be the day, I think, or the month, that he'll say, okay, uh, no, I've decided not to. No, you were told to decide not to run. He can't run again. Just like he's told to do everything else. It'll be Gavin Newsom, and he's offered to help negotiate the Hollywood strike. Well... Yeah, thanks. Even though old uh, Gov uh, Newsom has contacted all sides of the strikes that have uh, hobbled Hollywood, uh, his office said that offering to help broker a deal to restart an industry that is crucial to keeping the state's economy humming uh, amid signs of weakness, he was turned down. God bless it. They said, no, no, thanks. We don't want you ale. No, thanks. We don't need your help. Wouldn't it seem like they'd want him on board since no. they love him so much? No? No. I mean, he voted for the ale. He I, doesn't know the business. That's wait, the wait, problem. wait. Probably yeah. voted for him? Probably, Mart? Probably. 90% of them, at least. Okay, oh. okay. so you think because... I he was talking about me. You, you think no. Tattoo Dave because they sussed out the fact that he... Now, wait a second. Governor Newsom, I believe, has a SAG after card because he is a thespian. So what do you mean he doesn't know the business? I tattoo was not Dave? aware of that. Oh, he's an actor. Oh, he is. Well, he's a thespian. Well, no, he, he's I know he's an actor. Yeah. Uh, All I can say is uh, you're going to have the pleasure of my producership because I don't think I'm going to have a job for the rest of the year. <laughs> because of the strike? Yes. It's they're telling they're talking now it's going to go till the next till the beginning of the year. Yeah, well if it, you know, I I feel I feel for you, but uh Dave, as, that gives us more time to go shooting. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Yeah, we yeah. Let's there, go. Yeah, there's a range real close to it. Right us, up right? the road, L.A. Yeah. Fire right, range. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's do it. Hey, speaking of the big uh, screen, Brian uh, uh, Lonerga, uh, Lonerga uh, Brian, he's Irish. Uh, the Sound of Freedom villains are enabled by Biden's border policies. And, you know, at this time of year where m- movies are normally dominated by these major big blockbusters, the big summer blockbusters... Sound of Freedom is kicking major ass. Yeah. The crowdfunded, low-budget film about child trafficking has greatly overachieved at the box office, bringing in more than 10 times its $14.5 million production cost. Nice. Even beating out Disney's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny in its first week. And the establishment media has been reluctant to acknowledge Sound of Freedom's success. 
I wonder why. That's very impressive, though. And these guys, man, they're going, whoa. I mean, maybe unexpected. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but do, you, do you notice these, these a-holes in Hollywood? They, they also refuse to acknowledge the prevalence of child trafficking. Yeah. You know, they try to downplay yeah, it. Yeah, like it's not there. And so they're they're so stubborn yeah. about this to acknowledge yeah. the elephant in the room, the immigration policies championed by the anti-border left, implemented by the Biden administration, have greatly enabled the sinister trade depicted in the Sounds of Freedom, that profits off the buying and selling of children. Yeah. This is black and white, easy stuff to get going, a handle on. It's been going on for a long time, but it's going to continue going on. As and long as and as long as this man occupies the White House, this will continue. The the treachery is is majorly compounded by the fact that the policies are sold to the American public as compassion and acting on the behalf of children and this it's the biggest lie nothing could be farther from the truth i, I mean there, how many examples of of the actions of this this white house do you need that human trafficking is, and the cartels are loving, loving the folk who happen to be inhabiting the White House these days. Me? They are just feeding on this, man. A leaked memo from U.S. Customs and Border Protection revealed that as of May 31st, the federal government ended familial DNA testing at the southern border. Such testing had been an integral tool in stopping the cartel practice of renting young children to clients who pose as the child's parent to gain passage into the United States. Right. So we had a good thing going. We'd check out the DNA, make sure this was a child with a parent. That's just done with. Why would you eliminate that? Anyone? Because why we would to give all our money to Ukraine? Why would you eliminate that? Because, well, I, you know what? I, I don't have the answer, but I will tell you this. I know why. Why? Because they want as many, I was going to say idiot sticks. They're voters. Not, they're not all idiot sticks. They are voters. They want as many voters into this country as possible. So it doesn't matter how many kids they, get hurt. They don't care. Damn the USA. This yeah. is not about doing the right thing. Do you understand the Democrats today are nothing even close to doing the right thing? They are about voters. And how many? How many they are about control. Yeah. They are about power. It is a sickness, my friends. And how about all the fentanyl and all this crap coming in? They're killing. Fentanyl kills. I. I I believe it's more than car accidents now, or whatever. There's there's a toll on this, and it's all the cartel bringing this crap over along with their, you know, the drug trafficking. Well, the because it's trafficking. so it's so damn easy now. Oh, yeah. well, that's it. Well, what about what, what about catch and release? Another policy. Yeah, that is, uh, you yeah. know, it's popular with the cartel kingpins. Of course, they they're stockpiling cash faster than Tony Montana. No, I mean they are. He yeah, was, they, he was they, pretty fast. They release illegal aliens in the United States on the honor system that they will show up for a hearing months or years in the you future. You betcha. I'll be there. And it, th this, yeah. this creates that kind of the, the child trafficking racket that needs to flourish in the U.S. And it's just, it 
just ugly, man. Why, the sick bastards that even use it, though. These sick aliens. The more migrants yeah. flood the U.S. immigration system, the higher the probability that trafficked <clears throat> children can get through undetected Jesus. if the flow of illegal aliens under Donald Trump was a garden hose. Joe Biden turned it into a tsunami. Government data shows that since Trump's last year in 2020, this is the government data that shows since Trump's last year, CBP encounters with foreign nationals in the country illegally increased by more than, wait for it, 400% by 2022. Oh, God. How many children are living in quasi-slavery in the U.S. today? I mean, you know, if you really have to think about it, it, it's, it sickens me. It sickens me that this is happening here in the United States of America. That we have these poor children who are treated like crap as slaves in the USA. Yeah. Horrendous. It's real easy you know, to it, see where the blame is, and it's real easy yeah. to, to fix, and there was no reason to change the border policy whatsoever, except, orange man bad, I'm in charge now, what a son of a bitch. <laughs> what a piece of crap this guy is. Ah. <sighs> oh. Okay, I need I, I need something to uh, lift my spirits. I got some uh, genetics. And, and, no, I'm and, kidding. I don't. But and this won't do. <laughs> why Why am I the man with the most expensive microphone? Always having microphone issues. I don't know. How about mine at the 99 cent store? It works pretty good. I want to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, do you know? Hey, Tattoo Dave, you mentioned this uh, last hour. Do you know how to find that uh, that interview? With the uh, Gen X or Gen Z gal, I I would have to look. Look, look. Would it be under interview? Would it be under millennial? You know, I bet it's under millennial. M I L L probably, and then it it may come up as found. Okay, so in the meantime, because this is this is worth uh, at least hearing one more time because it's classic. Might be it. Yeah. That doesn't sound like it. Amy, it says you... Yeah, okay, okay. so here's here's the setup on this. And the reason why we'd like to play this again is because of this gal talking about, what, what is it, sleep deprivation or... Yeah, no, not, not being able to come at a certain time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes back to the one I sent you, the, the, the uh, yeah, I showed up late, uh, missing it's, day. What time do you start? It's what called, time do we start? It's called time blindness. Yeah. And it's, it's a malady that has suffered by many a gen... Is it Z or X? Well, I, we, I, I think know, it's X. We're run, no, Z, Z, Z. We're simply running out of letters. I think we already bo- did. I we're at Z. The, at but, one point, I think the boss says, well, our start time's at 8 o'clock. Mm, that's going to be rough for me. Or yeah, something I'm going like to have to be at Starbucks. Well, we're going to play this, Mart, so you don't yeah. really have to go into it. Yeah. But it's time blindness. And even though this was a parody a few years ago, uh-huh. this is happening now. Yes. With a gal that we played last hour talking about a malady in her life called time blindness. Mm-hmm. That you don't know that, uh, no, it's it's a tough thing being on time for work. And it's called time blindness. They make it up as they go along. Just like to, pronouns. To suit their yeah. narrative. No, same, same S. Yep. Same friggin' crap. 
This was a parody two and a half, three years ago, and it's not a it's not a parody anymore. Right. This is a Gen Z X millennial chick on a job interview. Enjoy. Amy, it says you are trained in technology. That's very good. Are you adept at Excel? No. PowerPoint. No. No. Publisher. Not really. Exactly. In what area of technology mm -hmm. are you proficient? <laughs> Snapchat, Pinterest, Instagram, Vine, Twitter. You know, the big ones. The big ones. I'm surprised you didn't say Facebook. <laughs> That's for old people like my parents. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Amy, when you're working for me, you have to have those kind of research skills because I'll send you things for you to comb through and get the oh. answers and send them to me. So for that, you've got to be really good at technology. For stuff like that, no problem. I'll just ask Siri. <laughs> You'll just ask Siri? You know, Siri, tell me this. Siri, find me pause, that. Pause, pause for all... a second. Hey, you know, you talk about a look into the future because this, this was probably made four or five years ago. Yeah. And now with AI, because Siri, you know, sort of a form of that artificial intelligence, but but now with AI, she's right. Yeah. She's right. Just ask Siri to write, you know, a, a treatment, to write a treatise, to write, uh, I mean, hey, who graduates these days? I mean, when you can go to AI and have it done for you and turn that in to, to your friggin' teacher. Yeah. I mean, the future is now, and it's looking a little bleak. Continue, please. Good, getting you the answers. Tell Siri, I want you ready to go <laughs> at 8, there we sharp, go. There we each go. and every morning. Here we go. I don't understand. <laughs> what don't you understand? What you just said. You don't understand? Be ready to go? No. <laughs> you said 8, right? Yes. Eight, like, in the morning, eight? Yes, in the morning. Yeah. That kind of doesn't work for me. <laughs> Who gets up at eight? I do. I Skype with my French boyfriend in Paris until, like, three in the morning. I don't even get to Starbucks until, like, ten, where I order my grande chai tea latte, three pumps, skim milk, light water, 2% foam, extra hot, but not too hot. So if it's okay, I work best in the morning at 1045. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Amy, I don't think we're going to be a good fit. Why are you so negative? Yeah. I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. <laughs> I've been here for over five minutes, and the only nice thing you have said to me was nice resume, which I typed all night for this meeting with you. You've given me no guidance, no validation, no encouragement, no supervision. Is there an HR director somewhere? <laughs> HR director? Yes. I need to speak to someone. I may have to take off today as a mental health day. Take the day off, you... Amy, Amy, look at me. You don't work here. <laughs> Are you firing me? <laughs> okay, yes. Yes, okay, yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I, I mean, my brother Mart has a son who is... How old is he? Uh, 34. 34-year-old son. Hasn't he in the past... 
made that that I mean all, verbatim. Why are you being so negative? Comment. Well, that and also he said there should never be alarm clocks. They should have never invented. Is that right? To wake you up. Oh yeah. <laughs> that- oh yeah. <laughs> and he's sincere. He's about sincere that. about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alarm clocks are evil. They should never have to get up at a certain time. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. That was meant as a parody. No longer. All right. A lot to get to in the last half hour of Outlaw Radio. I lie on-